we heard the governor talk about the state rolling out the new notification system. Walk us through how this works. Well, indeed, uh, Carolyn, it's called the California Notifier, or CA Notifier for short. It was developed by Apple and Google. It's been intended to work for several months. It's been in testing at the University of California. And basically, it relies on the Bluetooth technology in your cell phone. If you go near somebody else, the cell phones know that each other are within range through the Bluetooth. And if you opt in for this program, if you're near somebody who later tests positive for COVID, and he's in the system as well, you will get a notification anonymously that you have been exposed to somebody near COVID. And in the same case, if you test positive and opt in, that will go out to the others who are also in the system. It's not tracing, it's notification, it's free, it's rolling out Thursday. You can download it for your cell phone on either Google Play or your Apple App Store. Carolyn, Michael. All right, Patrick, thank you for that. Orange County announced nearly 2,000 new cases today, but no additional deaths. Riverside County reporting more than 4,300 cases over the weekend. All new jury trials there have been suspended through the end of the year. And San Bernardino County reported another 1,100 cases today. And we're seeing more and more businesses defying the regional stay-at-home order. People are still dining outside of Manhattan Beach, despite bans from L.A. County and now the state. As NBC4's Ted Chen shows us that restaurants have already had run-ins with the county still, the city of Manhattan Beach is supporting them. People are still eating outside of restaurants in Manhattan Beach despite the ban on outdoor dining. These table signs explain why. Since Friday, the dining areas have been called parklets, controlled by the city instead of by the restaurants. Our sales have doubled since then, which is still half of what they were when we were seating the decks ourselves. I wouldn't describe this as a rebellion. I would describe this as common sense. We found Rocket Fish owner Michael Zislas signing paycheck loans to his employees to help them get by while they're furloughed. He says customer mayor Suzanne Hadley to come up with a way to save outdoor dining, which the mayor says is perfectly legal. Right now, according to our legal department and our city staff, we are in full compliance with county regulations. But Sims says L.A. County health officers yesterday paid a visit to Simsy Restaurant and told them he had to remove the outdoor dining deck. I can inform them they're no longer our dining decks. They're the, they're the city's public spaces. And now Manhattan Beach Ooh. is waiting to see what will happen next. Confident in what they say is the lack of evidence linking outdoor dining to the surge in cases with outdoor diners we spoke to in full support. It's a nice area. You can sit outside. So I think it's the right decision. It sounds like the city realized that um, the employees here putting food on their table is essential to them. We emailed yeah. L.A. County Health for a response we have not yet heard back. Redondo Beach is now considering a similar program. In Manhattan Beach, Ted Chen, NBC4 News. Some restaurant owners in the Inland Empire are also openly defying the stay-at-home order, claiming they won't survive if they have to shut down in-person dining. As NBC4's Tony Shen reports, the owners say they don't want to lay off employees either, with just Christmas now just a few weeks away. At the Mill Restaurant in Murrieta, they're getting ready for lunch. And for co-owner Adam Bouvet, the past nine months have been a roller coaster ride of shutdowns, new safety restrictions, and financial uncertainty. You know, whether we are told to do outside seating or limited capacity inside. Or... Now with COVID-19 cases surging again and ICUs reaching near capacity. Riverside specifically had a 16.5% positivity rate. The governor's stay-at-home order means 
no customer seating inside or out. Adams says he has always complied with the previous orders, but this time he can't afford to do it. I have 50 employees. Which is why Adams says he and several other business owners are forming an alliance to keep their patios open while maintaining strict safety protocols. Um, most of my employees, this is this is how they survive. And so three weeks before Christmas to say, hey, I've got to lay you off, you no longer have a job, is, you know, I can't do it. The owner of the Crafted Stone Bake Shop is also defying the governor's order while abiding by social distancing requirements. We follow all the CDC and um, local health regulations that are required. Amber Emma Radio believes her customers should also be allowed to sit inside with limited capacity. Uh, I am a breakfast um, place for the most part, so they do need that space where they can be warm. Although businesses could face hefty fines and possibly have liquor licenses revoked for defying the order, some owners say it's a risk they have to take. We're all already losing money. I mean, even when we're open right now, we're still losing some sort of money. In Marietta, Tom NBC4 News. LA Unified's superintendent today announced they're shutting down all school-based instruction and child care because of the surge of COVID cases. My hope is this action today will not only protect the health and safety of all in the school community, but will keep the focus where it needs to be, getting the spread of COVID down to levels where schools can reopen. Now, LA Unified have been providing some one-on-one -on -one and small group tutoring. That will all now be done remotely. Child care for school employees and high-need families will also be suspended, along with training for student-athletes. The shutdown begins this Thursday, but the district's grab-and-go meal program and COVID-19 testing will continue. Coming up at 4.30, NBC4's Kim Baldonado has a deeper look at the impact this will have on families. A lot of concern in Missouri County this afternoon when this fire here broke out in Santa Paula in high winds. Fire crews jumped on the Cornell fire from the air and the ground after breaking out just before noon. With wind gusts over 35 miles an hour, flames quickly scorched more than 170 acres. The crews have been able to keep it at the river bottom and away from structures so far. We, of course, are keeping a very close eye on this one. And Santa Ana winds fueled the bonfire last Wednesday, which was sparked by a house fire in Orange County. That fire destroyed at least 30 buildings. It burned nearly 7,400 acres and is 60% contained. With those Santa Anas returning, there are some evacuation warnings still in place. Well, at last check, SoCal Edison had shut off power to about 14,000 of their 5 million customers today, all in an effort to try to prevent another wildfire. We were out in Simi Valley earlier today. You can see the winds gusting here. Ventura County has seen about 6,000 of those shutoffs. L.A. County close to 5,000. SoCal Edison had said they were looking at the possibility of shutting off power to more than 162,000 homes and businesses. We have a link for you at NBCLA.com. You can see if your neighborhood could be targeted for a shutoff. Just search Edison Shutoff. And taking a live look from Montana right now, you can see it is windy there. And meteorologist Melissa McGee is tracking those winds in her first alert forecast. Melissa. Hi there, Carolyn. And we talked about how the Santa Anas would be returning across our region, and they are with us this afternoon, peaking later on tonight. With some of the current wind gusts we've seen today, Castaic Lake, 70 miles per hour, Santa Clarita, 58 miles per hour wind gusts, Simi Valley Hospital, 45 miles per hour, Porter Ranch, 42, and 39 miles per hour there in Oxnard. So we have very windy conditions.
conditions increasingly windy as we go throughout the rest of the evening. And a red flag warning up until 10 p.m. on Tuesday. It's because it's so dry, relative humidity levels in the single digits and below teens, which is why that Cornell fire is a concern there in Santa Paula. In addition to that, we've got a high wind warning posted for our region. Difficulty traveling in some spots. We've already seen reports of downed trees. It's very likely that that will continue as we go throughout the rest of tonight. Strong winds also. Wind advisory posted for the Ventura and L.A. County coast and even the valleys until noon on Tuesday. Some of the peak winds I'm seeing so far, 36 miles per hour there in Oxnard, 15 miles per hour there in Thousand Oaks, and these will continue to intensify as we go throughout the rest of tonight. In fact, future tracker wind gusts showing you 10 o'clock tonight, 36 miles per hour there in Santa Clarita. We've got a gust later on tonight. 41 miles per hour in Oxnard, so peaking overnight and first thing tomorrow morning. Coming up, we're going to take a closer look at the forecast, let you know when the winds relax. We've got a warm-up on the way. Those details coming up in that first alert forecast. All right, we'll see you shortly, Melissa. And in just the last few minutes, grants for L.A. County restaurants ran out. Last Thursday, the Keep L.A. County Dining Portal, where owners needed to apply, crashed within its first hour of operation. It did go back online this morning but already has received 2,500 applications. The county then closed the site. Well, it's official. L.A. County has a new district attorney. The sweeping changes he's making right away will be impacted the most. And President-elect Biden taps another Californian for his team. How these appointments could impact Governor Newsom's plans.